Hey, Soma Indy. Um, my name is John Stark, and I'm not from Indianapolis. I'm a pastor at Apostles Church in New York City, and I'm a guest to this podcast. This is Wednesday, April 29th, and I want to talk to you about lament from Psalm 126. Let me read Psalm 126 real quick. When the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion, we were like those who dreamed. When our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue with shouts of joy, then they said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us and we are glad. Restore our fortunes, O Lord, like streams in the Negeb. Those who sow in tears shall reap with shouts of joy. He who goes out weeping, bearing the seed for sowing, shall come home with shouts of joy, bringing his sheaves with him. This is a, a psalm of, of lament, and, and lament by, might be a strange and foreign feeling for some of us, or especially for most Americans to lament. We, we want to keep things light. We want to put a positive spin, or especially if things are not going well, we want to find some way of saying it's going to be okay, it's going to be fine. Modern people do not like to lament because, just so, like so often in the Bible, it's an acceptance of failure, or it's an acceptance of being overcome, of experiencing weakness, of, of losing. When we express lament, we are admitting that we didn't get what we wanted. We didn't accomplish what we had hoped for, or we lost what we had worked so hard for, or what we had thought was so precious to us, or what we thought we could keep. And that's challenging for us to admit weakness, to accept limitations. And in Psalm 126, the people of God are in exile. Their, their, lives, have, their, their lives have not gone as planned. They've, they've lost a sense of control and freedom in their lives. And they remember when things were good. They remember their laughter. They remember their joy. They were great in the eyes of the Lord. The whole world thought the Lord had done great things for them. And it was true. The Lord had done great things for them. And now they were admitting that they were not what they thought. At least they thought maybe if they thought they were untouchable or just successful. Or they are not what they once were. And maybe even the things that they had trusted in now is being exposed as fragile. And they had lost all of it. They were disillusioned and sad. They, they wept. They're asking God now to restore their fortunes. Now, the, the power in this psalm is that the Lord uses their tears like seeds, seeds that are buried in the ground and come up like shouts of joy. God actually uses our tears. He uses our losses, our groans, our weeping, and he transforms these things into rejoicing. Now, I, I don't know how he does it. I, I don't know what power he uses or how he transforms our tears, our losses, our weepings into laughing, but he does it. He does it just like he turned the cross of his son, Jesus Christ, a terrible, lamentable moment into the hope of the world. He buried his son into the ground and what came up was a resurrected son of God and a hope for us rejoicing to the ends of the earth. He, he takes our tears that feel like death 
and he buries them into the ground and turns them into resurrection joys. If he can raise his son to life, he can turn our tears into laughing. But listen, we, we don't get a harvest of joy without sowing our tears. If we try to just keep it light, pretend that we're fine, putting on a strong face, escaping or, or numbing the pain, we will actually miss the harvest. So take some time to lament. Maybe do it right now as you're listening to this recording or, or maybe take this, take, take this guide. I'm about to give you a guide on how to lament from Psalm 126 and, and use it in your morning, morning reading the next, uh, the next prayer time you have. Remember, re- remember that God is the one who takes our tears and turns them into joy. Um, so first, if, if you want to lament, let me give you a quick guide from Psalm 126. First, like the psalm, remember all the good things in the past. Remember the comforts of friends, the fellowship of, of, of maybe even some of the comforts you lost, or if you've lost income or even your job. Consider what you had before, and like the psalm, contribute it all to as a gift from God. Even though you've lost these things, thank Him for them. They were good things. So thank Him. Take a moment and thank Him. Second, lament what you've lost. What has felt hard in this season? What's been discouraging? What's been life-sucking? Maybe emotional health has been, t- has been tough in this pandemic. Maybe you've been experiencing depression or loneliness. Lament these things. Ask God, why? Why have you done this? Why have you allowed this to happen? Allow your fears and your grief to come to the surface, knowing that you're, you're not just alone, but you're also in the presence of Christ who can heal these things. Third, recognize maybe where you have put your trust in the amount of control or freedoms you once had. Or maybe where you have idolized your comforts. The kingdoms of this world promises, they promise absolute freedom and maximum control in our lives. Where had you followed along in these promises? Where have you built your life around these things? Where have you begun to just assume on it instead of trusting in God? So fourth, as you lament losses and grief and recognize how you have trusted these things, pray a prayer of commitment to the Lord that you will actually now wait on him rather than just waiting for your comforts to return we want his comfort his promises we want to depend on him don't just pray to him in order to feel like you don't need to depend on him anymore but pray that you actually might become more dependent on him in this season and that would remain uh, true of you and lastly ask for deeper joys Joys that only God can provide. Deeper than what our successes, deeper than what our money, our ease, our comforts, our freedoms, our health can provide. Ask for revival. As as we experience our emptiness, pray that we might experience his fullness. Ask for a harvest of joy, a kind of joy that Psalm 126 can provide, a kind of joy that we can't make for ourselves, a kind of joy that our money can't bring in, 
Our money cannot bring in this kind of harvest. Our comforts cannot bring in this kind of harvest. Take a moment to imagine what it would be like to have a whole community of people experiencing this kind of joy. And as you imagine, long for it. So let me pray for you. Father, in this season of pandemic, in this season of um, loss and grief and worry and fear, will you provide a people who aren't afraid to lament, who aren't afraid of hard emotions because they know where they can bring them. I pray that they would not run away from hard emotions, but they would bring their hard emotions to you. And would you turn our weeping, our fear, our grief, our suffering into laughing? Would you turn it all into joy? Would you turn it all into renewal? Would you turn it all into revival? Would our neighbors see and would they say about us, look what the Lord has done. He's done great things for them. We ask all this in the name of Christ. Amen.